Health is a state of complete harmony of the body, mind, and spirit. Welcome to HEAL, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of HEAL. We have Elizabeth Kipp on today. She is a stress management and chronic pain specialist. She is an addiction recovery coach. She is an ancestral clearing practitioner. I'm really excited about that part. And also a best-selling author. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you for coming on. Well, thank you so much, Liz. It's great to be here. I'm, it's my honor. It's Oh, it's my honor. No, really. I insist. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> I'm excited to hear all about you and your story. Um, I read in your bio that you had overcome chronic pain. Um, and I know so many people who suffer from just unknown chronic pain, whether it's in their joints or in their in their cells or wherever. Um, so I'm, I can't wait to hear your story. Uh, feel free to start whenever you're ready. And at any point in time in your life uh, and tell us how did you get from suffering from chronic pain to helping others, helping yeah. others with addiction, helping others with chronic pain, mm -hmm. helping others in so many ways. I'd love to hear your story. Whoa, that's a, a bunch of questions. All I know, but I'll you know, and, I'll try and pull it all together. <laughs> um, so let me just, uh, bring in kind of a, 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 a foundational sentence and then we'll, we'll, we'll springboard from there. Perfect. Um, I've never met anyone who was, we're, we're all addicted to something. And I, I've never met anyone um, who suffered from addiction who wasn't a chronic pain sufferer first. And I haven't made a met a chronic pain sufferer who wasn't, uh, who didn't carry uh, unresolved trauma. So there's something everyone who's listening has in common. The question is, have we resolved the trauma? Is it right. healed? And are we still carrying it? Or, or, or if it isn't healed, are we still carrying it? And is it showing up? Right. And when you say resolved, you mean processed, understand, yeah, healed. Healed. let it go through you instead of yeah. staying with you. Stuck. Yeah, stuck energy, right? Right. right. Um, the other thing that I'd like to say, just kind of as foundational as um, contrary to the Western current uh, medical model, you can't separate mind, body from spirit. Right. It's just, it's just a, you know, there's, there are integrated doctors now, but that's not the majority. That's kind of the edge. <laughs> so that's right. And then you have people like, like me over here, you know, pointing to my table you know, yeah. come, come get Reiki. Why? Well, it's, it's, I can explain it to you and what it does for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but you really do have to have the understanding of it and believe in that to receive that. And there's mm -hmm. not many, there are not many doctors who would promote that crossover. They're oh. only just now saying things like you should meditate every day, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. There's a lot of science around that, but that yeah. you've brought up another a really good point. Um, science the western medical model works uh in within the scientific framework i have a background in science i was yeah. trained as, as a basic researcher um 
in a scientist, someone who's working in that framework, can only comment on what it can observe, measure, and describe. Right. You can't comment outside of that. Right. But where does healing happen? Healing happens in the all it is, not just in this part that science can observe, measure, and describe. Right, right. Reiki, I, ancestral clearing, well, ancestral clearing's got a foot in both, really, but but uh, Reiki's kind of probably got a foot in both, too. We just haven't been able to name it, right? That's right. There's a lot of alternative, quote-unquote, uh, alternative uh, kind of energy healing um, modalities that work outside of the scientific framework because they don't know how to, they don't know how to measure to, it. They don't have, they can't measure. Yeah. yeah so, see it, feel it. Well, we can feel it, you know, measure it. it. But, yeah. But it's, 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 it's not, I feel like it's not some, I mean, I think the mind is important that we believe stuff, but I, but I think, I mean, I, of course, but I think it's also important that we understand that the, what model are we working with? When yeah. we're, I don't care who I'm, what kind of healer I'm sitting in front of, whether it's a Western doctor or a, an Ayurvedic practitioner or a Chinese medicine doctor or a Reiki master, it doesn't matter. What is their perspective? What angle are they coming from? Mm-hmm. What lens are they looking through, if you will? Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's kind of foundational to to this conversation. Um, I agree. I agree. So I started. Um, with unresolved, I mean, I had unresolved trauma that I had in my childhood, um, which was emotional. And then when I was 14, I had an accident um, and I broke a vertebrae in my spine, in my, the base of my spine, which split front to back. I got up from that accident, but I didn't know I had a broken bone. I hurt, but I didn't know I had a broken bone. Right. Um, but 14 years later, I I, um, the, the area became unstable. It's the fifth lumbar, which is a, a, it's a lot of pressure. That's probably the, the one vertebra that's got the most pressure in the whole spine is on that one. Um, so you were living at age 14 with a broken vertebra? Yeah, but you know, the thing is, it's interesting about chronic pain, which we'll define in a moment. Um, I was used to living under pressure. Right was I had I kind of grew in a I was in a kind of a family that was um I perceive I perceived as a pressure cooker uh emotionally mm-hmm. and so I was used to and also we we kind of I was raised with the um the kind of the mantra no pain no gain yeah right <laughs> we are I think we are we around the same age and yeah <laughs> if you don't feel the pain then you're not getting anything out of it well and it's not a thing just move <laughs> on you know, right. So I, I didn't, so I, so just for me, and, and I'm not the only one, but it's just me. It's part of my practice. It's like, where's the freaking line? I don't actually know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the line between, um, uh, injury and, uh, and, and, you know, this is enough. <laughs> I don't know where that is. So, and, you know, and, we not enough is atrophy and too much is injury and and I have difficulty understanding where that balance is so that's kind of my practice still to this day so but can I ask you a question about that quickly yeah is that do you think because it's just who you are how you were raised do you think that's because of the like being connected more to the physical body and understanding that that's too much why do you think that that's why do you think that you were that way or are that way challenge for me um, as I said, I think I was just under a lot of, I was just used to holding a lot yeah. of pressure yeah. and I, I just didn't know 
when too much too much was too much, much. yeah I didn't I just didn't know so I, it was I, just I, kind of the way that you grew up it was just I, like it was just the conditioning yes yeah. yep okay and and uh and we know so much about uh the environment now through epigenetics that that conditioning is our environment really um affects us in so many ways right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. let me just back up and and uh, for the for the listening audience and define chronic pain chronic pain is any pain physical emotional spiritual financial any pain that's felt 15 days out of 30 for three months or more the brain can't tell the difference between a broken bone and a broken heart it all processes the same the same signal it hurts so um that's that's can you just can you do that definition for me one more time 15 sure. days out of 30 that you can you just say that months. again i'm sorry that yeah. for some reason it blew my mind <laughs> i just i need to hear it again and, and the whole part about can be financial i know this stuff you know i know this stuff but i've never i've never thought of chronic pain as yes i get emotional i get a spiritual i get physical but when you said financial, it it's just sort health. of blew my mind. So yeah. can you say that definition for me sure. one more time? Okay. Any any pain, physical, emotional, spiritual, even financial, because it's a felt sense. Um, any pain that's felt 15 days out of 30 for three months or more is chronic. Wow. Now, okay. why is that important? Because the brain processes chronic pain differently than acute pain the brain has changed right we have this brain that's very adaptable to its circumstances and chronic pain changes the way the brain processes pain so this is the, this is one of the reasons why i can't tell the difference between you know an injury going i just don't know you know like i think i'm doing enough and i've gone into injury and i i just don't even know it right like, i know there was a thing but like it was kind of just a blip in the radar and I kept going. Yeah. That's, <laughs> but I think that I, I grew up that way too. Like you just keep going and I'm, and I'm thinking more like emotionally, like you just, you just yeah. put your head down and you just keep going. Right. It doesn't matter whatever kind of pain quote pain you're feeling, That's whether right. it's emotional or physical, you just, you know, this is a tough, tough, we're a tough generation, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, we, 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 we also are a generation that has a lot of addiction and a lot of overdose and a lot of suicide trapped emotions and chronic pain and and the and the the interesting thing is is that the before covid this is pre-covid numbers um the national institutes of health estimated 25 percent of north america is in chronic pain across all socioeconomic measures including children and that, I don't think the, I want to know what the number is now. Well, that's what that's my point. It's like, wow. And then also the World Health Organization, again, pre-COVID, uh, estimated a fifth of the world is in chronic pain, again, across all socioeconomic measures. So it's this like silent epidemic. And so this is why I talk about what I talk about. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I think that the most mind-blowing piece of this is I is that different types of pain chronic pain and the definition i think that starting with that was i don't know i think we can just end the show right <laughs> wow because once you become aware of that then you realize that you also might be suffering from you know 
And what can I do now to help myself? Like, what can I do now to help my kids? What can I do now? That's right. You know, like becoming aware is the The beginning, the best first thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so a grief experience is a chronic pain experience. Mm -hmm. Depression is a chronic pain experience. You know, um, my back injury was a chronic pain experience. But here's the thing, the doctors, I had a bunch of surgery at, after 14 years at, at, at the age of 28, I had started a series of four surgeries that I had, corrective mm-hmm. surgeries. And um, and, I, and they gave me uh, opiates and benzodiazepines, anti-anxiety medicine to um, <clears throat> deal with the situation. And they and they said you 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 will be in level seven out of ten pain for the rest of your life, and and you'll be in a wheelchair when you're forty, and and uh, you know get used to it. And I was devastated <laughs> when I heard that. Um, fortunately, I had this training, and like I said, I had this training in basic research, basic basic research and science, kind of how to how to look at a problem and stuff like that, how to ask questions and and assumptions and things. And I, I was devastated at the time I heard, first heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew there was a little part of me inside that was like, this is not the answer. I knew it was like, this is not the answer we're looking for. I knew that. That's good. But then <laughs> but what it, is? Like, now this, what? This is not the answer. I know. And everyone probably thinks you're crazy for not doing what, you know, normal. Well, I, I, uh, I was used to bowing to the doctor because they are trained in their area and I'm not. So, you know, of course I'm <laughs> this academic background. So of course I'm going to bow to the expert, yep. but it was such a devastating, um, it was such a devastating prognosis. And I, I, uh, it really shook me to the core and I finally figured out, it took me two weeks, but I did figure it out um, that uh, the doctor had made an error. First of all, they're not a, he's not a fortune teller, so he can't just say you will. That's not accurate. He could have said it's probable that because in science, everything's probability. There's no facts in science. It's probable that. Yes. That's, that's the way it works. Um, the other thing was is that he's operating in a scientific paradigm and paradigm shift. We know that. Yeah. Um, his model is limited. That told me more about his model that he was working under than it told me about the human body's ability to heal. Correct. And in that, he made an assumption. His assumption was Elizabeth's not going to heal. Right. But he never asked the question, why isn't Elizabeth healing? He just assumed I wouldn't. Right. So you see the, the, the ways that we can kind of get skewed in our own in our own model. Not only that, but you would be leaving that procedure with, I'm going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life thought. So your mindset plays into your healing, yeah. you know, yeah, this so. day, I've been in and out of wheelchair ever since then, <laughs> off and on, depending on what, you know, what's going on with me. And, um, and I, to this day, cause I, I, I broke my ankle a few years ago and I had, to, I was in a wheelchair for a little bit had to take me from point A to point B before I could get on, uh, before I could put any weight on it. Yeah. And even then, with all the work I've done, even then, I had to use my 
breath to regulate my nervous system because it was so charged up about being in a wheelchair. Oh, I bet. Oh my gosh. I bet. Like like, almost like a post-traumatic stress situation. Yeah. It was just like, so I wonder if you're a lot like me, like they tell you that you, you know, you're going to be in a wheelchair and you're like, oh yeah. Okay. And you're like, watch me. And you won't, (laughs) don't tell me what, don't tell me what to do. do. (laughs) don't you tell me what to oh my god yeah that's so so funny I call that the healthy rebel right I hope so I'd like to think of it as a healthy coping mechanism or (laughs) you know motivational tool (laughs) oh man so so I was in hospital I've spent a lot of time in hospital um in and out of surgery and 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 I was in you know rehab centers just to get me physically well again and stuff like that and um, I've got hardware in my back now holding me together, which is amazing. I'm kind of like the bionic woman, yeah. which is cool. Um, I'm so grateful. Um, there was one hospital on the planet that was able to do the surgery at the time. It was in Toronto, Canada. They were doing, you know, they were doing cutting edge, you know, research surgery. And I happened to be, <laughs> I happened to be in the right place at the right time. To, Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, this is a divinely, divinely driven, the whole deal. I was yeah. Driven. So I, I realized when I, when I realized that that doctor had made an error, a number of errors, which I pointed out, I realized again, oh, he's got a limited view. I need to look outside of this science framework for my healing because it happens in the science framework. Yes, but it also happens out here. Yeah. And, and I just kept looking, you know, and I had Reiki and I had acupuncture and I had you know, I did yoga for years and I did I still do yoga I teach yoga now yeah uh, and um and I had uh, I've had all kinds of different energy uh energy kind of uh healers um work on me and and finally um but I was I was I was I was addicted to to that to that medicine for a long time long time and um and finally I found a doctor I, I was I was actually at the point where it's like I get to go off this medicine because it's it's I'd rather have just the pain without the pain and the medicine because yeah the, so were you having more were you having the pain still on the medicine at that point is that oh, why yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I was just or like, were you just not feeling well I didn't all of it yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. I anyway I found a doctor his name was Dr. Peter Prescott um, who passed away recently but he left us a book conquer chronic pain uh, an innovative mind body approach. He left us this beautiful book, um, which I suggest everybody read that has a chronic pain, uh, was curious about chronic pain. Um, he had a, a treatment, a, a pain management program at a treatment center. And I went there and um, he detoxed me. He detoxed thousands of, of, of people off this stuff. And, um, and I walked into his pain management program with over 40 years of chronic pain. And I walked out 52 days later with no pain. Wow, that's that's, that's crazy. astonishing. That's it's, astonishing. It is. But you know what, what's amazing is it wasn't just me. He had a ninety-four percent success rate. Wow, that's those are just incredible results. Yeah, incredible. So you know. Um, anyway, so now I teach his methods. That's I was going to say, are we going to learn a little bit about that? Like yeah, yeah. I, what I say to my guests all the time is, don't give away the farm, but give us little snippets. Like sure. So there's some hope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely hope. Yeah. So, so, um, 
So one of the things that I, another thing I wanted to just say before we get into Peter's stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Was uh, when I was in hospital, I had a lot of mind-blowing experiences, by the way, in hospital. Just pff, unbelievable. Like bad or well, good? Well, I, I, just challenging, right? But I had, I had one time where I remember lying in the, in the high, this is my own room and um, the nurse had just left and, and I was so grateful for the nurses and all the doctors that had taken care of me and all the people that supported the nurses, you know, all the administrators. I mean, it's just like, it's a whole thing in the hospital. There's sure like this, is, yeah. It's just this huge system and yeah. everybody supports everybody else. And it's, it's quite remarkable. And the, and, the, and the patient's the one that gets the focus, right, of all this help support and i remember being so um overwhelmed i mean the hospital system in this country kind of gets dissed but i'm telling you a different perspective of it good i um i was so overwhelmed um or, or filled to the brim i'll put it that way with gratitude for all the support that i had no yeah, matter, you don't you don't hear that very often it, it didn't matter how harrowing my experience was and let me tell you it was harrowing Mm -hmm. I had so much support. I was like, I'm never going to be able to pay these this back. I'm never, ever going to be able to do that. But I remember saying to myself, it wasn't if, it was when. When I get through this, mm -hmm. I hope that I can give back, right? A, 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 just a drop of what's mm -hmm. been to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's one of my motivating factors of being in the space I am today. Oh, so you can help to give back. Yeah. And and the other one was when I was in uh, in treatment, um, there were 100 patients on the campus. There were there were 400 staff members. So there were four staff members for each patient, which was. Wow. And 80 of them went to relapse school because it was addiction recovery uh, treatment center. 80 of them went to relapse school and 20 of us went to pain track to Dr. Peter's place. Mm -hmm. And so I realized I wasn't getting to relapse school. And I was like, well, uh-oh, I guess I, I'm not getting an education in that. And I went to my counselor and I said, well, what, how am I going to get educated in relapse? And she said, well, there's an 80% relapse rate in the first year after treatment. Wow. That's how many people, you know, go back to using, drinking, whatever it is that they're addictive behavior or substance mm -hmm. and I was like I'm doomed I mean I in my head I was like I'm doomed because <laughs> those, those are odds are pretty pretty weighty yeah and the second thing that went through my mind was what's wrong with this model right that we're using for recovery because if we've got an 80 percent relapse rate we got a lot of work to do to it doesn't seem like it's working <laughs> meal, you know yeah so so I, I vowed in that moment to, when I got out, to um, do what I could to um, help move the needle. Yeah. And so that's why I went into the addiction recovery coach space. Now, everything I do today as a practitioner is under the chronic pain umbrella because uh -huh. I know it inside out and backwards um, because I was in it for so long. Um, and I've sat in front of thousands of patients, sat with them, sat beside them, uh, you know, talked, talked across from them. I mean, I've just 
I mean, 40 years is a long time to be in and out of absolutely hospitals and doctor's offices trying to look for a solution. So it's, 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 uh, I mean, I know that's what's happening, but it seems, um, I'm trying to find the word for it and I can't Elizabeth. It's, uh, it's almost like uh, it, there's no need for it. There should have been something in that 40 years that would have helped you before. Oh, I had lots of help. I just didn't, we just didn't get the answer to the pain. Yeah, that's what I mean. So there, you know, <laughs> this whole mind body connection. Oh, yeah. I think when we just are doing body, <laughs> you know, we're going to the doctor because we have pain. Mm -hmm. We get that one aspect of healing. And I know you had done a lot of other things, but I'm thinking of everyone else who mm -hmm. may or may not think of something like um, energy healing, yoga, meditation, that kind of stuff that also helps everything else um, or get your body and mind at least in the right state of being to heal. Um, 40 years of chronic pain is a hell of a lot, long time. So what's interesting about the the, the Western model is that from a <clears throat> the typical Western point of view, uh, the doctor would look at the x-rays and a doctor that looks at my x-rays would say, they look at me and they go, why are you walking? And here are your opiates. <laughs> you right. <know>? That's right. <laughs> kind of like that. Because the, the front part of that fifth lumbar is sitting 80% in my pelvis and pulling the leg nerves with it. And so they don't, they don't really understand why I'm walking, let alone teaching yoga. How does that even work? Right. <laughs> so now I have a limited yoga practice compared to some, somebody who's like a vinyasa flow teacher. I don't teach that, but I still, yeah, I but still you, have... anyone can do yoga. It's just at their, where they can, like that's right. you do what you can. <laughs> so, right. so I, think, I can't believe so, that you're teaching yoga. That's amazing. So when, when, uh, when I teach trauma-informed yoga is really where my sweet spot is. But but anyway, when you when you you could take three people that have X-rays just like mine. This is the this is the enigma of chronic pain from a, the Western doctor viewpoint, the Western medicine viewpoint. You could take three people with X-rays that look just like mine, and one of them would have chronic pain all the time, have pain all the time, twenty four seven. One would have pain when they're super stressed and one wouldn't have symptoms. Doesn't that tell you something? And I've lived all three of those lifetimes, mm -hmm. I've lived all three of those. But this is the thing. Doctors don't know what to think of that when they're using just the body, when they're using just the symptom looking at the back, right? Mm -hmm. They're missing because their perspective is limited and they're, they're kind of missing Um well, there's the rest of the body and <laughs> what's the brain doing, right? Right. So they just haven't had the training in chronic pain. Right. Understanding so how, the brain's changed. How yeah. is your pain now? How are you living now? Not it doesn't exist. That's crazy. Yeah. It's um, not crazy, but it's it's I amazing. Had it, I, I had, I, I've broken some bones because I have, I, I, I'm trying to heal from osteoporosis right now. Um, but I, but those were short, the pain there was short lived. It, it didn't, mm -hmm. come, like it didn't, didn't last. That's that amazing. Long. That's amazing. So, quite remarkable. So the, the question is what in the world did Dr. Peter do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think, I think though, Elizabeth, I, only because it makes sense is to segue to go uh, for a quick break and then come back and okay. talk about what Dr. Peter did and then talk about what you can do now for your clients. Um, if you don't mind, we'll take a real quick break and we'll be back in just a second. Um, 
wow, I can't believe you have no pain. It's crazy. All right, we'll be right back. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And thank you so much. We're back with Elizabeth Kipp. Remember, she was just here two seconds ago. We didn't really go anywhere. Um, she is a stress management and chronic pain specialist. She is an addiction recovery coach. She, I still want to talk about that <laughs> ancestral clearing practitioner um, and a best-selling author. Welcome back, Elizabeth. Thank you again for being here. I'm so glad to be here. So mm. glad to be here. And we'll get to the ancestor clearing. I know. I hope it's part of this whole process because I probably, if we don't get to it, I'll forget to ask you about it, um, even though I'm that excited. So tell us a little bit about this program that you learned and now you use in your practice to help others. Well, that that's where I that's where I ran into ancestor clearing, by the way. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> so, but I, I want to just start with probably the most important, the pivotal moment in his program that completely blew 40 years of my like mindset just oh, I can't <laughs> wait to hear it I love when my mind is blown blew it to smithereens and I I got a whole new paradigm in my head it was great um I'm sitting in here it was the first day of that I got into his pain track because I was in a detox bed for 10 to 12 days and, and finally I got into his classroom and I'm you know there's 20 other people in there just like me and we're I'm detoxing and I'm yeah I uh, didn't know anybody. And Peter walks in, he sits down and he says, um, he says, um, don't judge the moment. And I'm like, dude, I'm sitting here minding my own business, just detoxing. I'm not judging anything or anyone. You know? So yeah. you can see my attitude was like, my defenses were up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Do not mess with me. Yeah, what the hell is this guy? <laughs> Shut the hell up. But I, but I knew he had the room. I didn't say it out loud. I said it in my head. I knew he had the room. So I sat there and listened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and, and then he says, what are you doing to contribute to your pain? Mm -hmm. And I would like, that really put the hackles up in the back of my, uh, uh, my neck. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I thought it was amazing. He said that to a room full of chronic pain patients. I was like, mm -hmm. Wow, I, you know, that's pretty brazen. Anyway, I realized um, I realized in that moment, because my attitude was the pain's doing it to me. I'm not doing squat, you know, it's doing it to me. I realized- Kind of like, this is happening to me, kind of a thing. That oh, mindset like, of total like, total yeah, I have, yeah, exactly. I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And I realized in that moment, what was going on was Peter was saying, judging our pain was a contribution to our pain. When we judge our pain, we're, we're locking it in. And I just, it blew my mind. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been judging my pain as bad my whole life. That's right. Not coming from a neutral space at all. No. Well, how could like, you? 
battle with pain, fight with pain. Yep. I'm going to keep fighting. You know? Not only that, it becomes your identity and who you are. And then you're well, so yes, attached that's... to that. And then you're like, I'm the one who has chronic pain here, you know? Like, well, that, that that's who happen. I am. Yeah. yeah. It can, it's very, it's very insidious. So, so you see what happened in that moment was Peter took us, took the whole class. It wasn't just me from victimhood to empowerment. Yeah. Because now I realized I was actually doing something to, 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 to change my pain experience. Mm -hmm. And I was like, <clears throat> holy crap. I pardon my French. I've, I've got some power here after all. And I never knew I did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, so, you probably felt just the opposite, the whole, you know, powerless well, to the pain. Powerless. Yeah. Mm -hmm, I was just like, mm -hmm. you know, it's, because one of the things he, he said, which blew me away and I, I, I teach it all the time now because people relate to it so much. Chronic pain steals your attention away from everything, but it, that's right. It tries to do that. That's it's, that's part of its nature, the nature of chronic pain steal tries to steal your attention away from everything but it. So it's, you know, that's this, a mouthful, Elizabeth. I know. Yeah. So this is, this is the orientation that he started with was like mindset. Yeah. Where are you coming from? And what is your identity? And yeah. he, he had, he was a Qigong healer. So he had, I mean, he was also a Western doctor, but he was also a Qigong healer. So he had this Eastern, he started out in Kung Fu he, when he was six. So he had, and by the time I met him, he was 63. So wow. you know, a lot of time in Eastern philosophy. And so he, it was this beautiful blend, you know, of Eastern Western. So he, he worked on our mindset. He, um, he made sure that meditation is so important because it, it in, in chronic pain, the chronic pain experience creates a lot of chaos and negativity in the brain yeah. and, and, a, and, and, a, and, a, and a brain fog. And it's, it's a, it's kind of a mess up there. Meditation helps to quiet the mind and helps heal the changes that chronic pain brings to the brain. So it's a very, it's like, it's like the number one um, modality period. The most effective of all the modalities is that. Um, so, I just want everyone to hear that. Like, that's my training, Elizabeth. Just saying, <laughs> yeah. hello, meditation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's oh. so important. Um, yes. And, yeah. and you know, listen, don't, don't just believe us. Don't believe Liz and I. Yeah. Go do, go look at the research because yeah. the research is out there. This is not just, we're not just spouting hot air here. <laughs> no. Nope. It's about our personal experience. It's about lots of lots of people it's about the human experience mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the, the research is out there so that was another thing he did um we we did some uh, we, we cleared some of our trauma he did some trauma work mm -hmm. with it it was amazing and he had john newton as one of his wellness practitioners who's an ancestral clearing practitioner he he trademarked so cool. and he trademarked and registered this process called ancestral clearing his name is john newton n-e-w-t-o-n mm -hmm. And his, his business is healthbeyondbelief.com. Love that name. And yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the ancestral clearing is based on the, really based on kind of epigenetic changes. Um, remember I said, we start out in, 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 um, in addiction we start out with chronic pain and then before that we have this unresolved trauma. Mm -hmm. Think about intergenerational trauma. 
Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. information gets passed down through generations. Mm-hmm. It can come in energetically. You'll understand this is a Reiki person energetically, <laughs> and it can come in through, through, um, through culture as well, just like words and behaviors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what I didn't not, and now I, I get that as as a from a quantum physics point of view, I understand that that energy thing that makes mm-hmm. so much sense to me. What I wasn't prepared prepared for was how it shook my world. <laughs> I, I was in a ton of pain. Yeah. And the whole room, everybody in the room when we when I first experienced it was in a ton of pain. We were all we were all in level like eight to twenty pain out of us in a scale of zero to ten. You know? oh, <laughs> right? Jesus. Like yeah. No one John, was at a one. <laughs> and John no. And John comes in and 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 has us, you know, takes us through one. There's five techniques in ancestral clearing. He took us through one in about I don't know, five minutes or something, three minutes, not long. And I felt my pain. I felt the room shift. And I was like, I just felt the room shift. And I was like, Elizabeth, you're detoxing. You know, <laughs> just imagine that. So I kind of went, whoop, right. I didn't even believe my own senses at that point. Uh-huh. Then I felt my pain start to dissipate. That's wild. And it went from an eight to a two. And I was like, okay that wasn't my imagination. <laughs> like yeah. I felt that, right? Yeah. And everybody in the room, their pain level went from like eight to 20 to, you know, zero to eight. That's and amazing. I was like, I was like, okay, what just happened here? I know something happened. Is it reproducible? Yeah. Uh, you know, can you measure it? And does he teach this method? <laughs> right. Teach it all to me now. And yeah, and I, yeah. and I was reproducible because I, I saw him do it many times and I, and I, and I experienced it many times uh, during that uh, 52 days I was there. And, uh, and I took the first training that, I, that he offered <laughs> when I got out of treatment. I would have too. I would have too. Like, I'd make a beeline there. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, that helped me so much. Now I need to, to learn this and help others. Why not? Isn't that what yeah. we're here to do? Exactly. Help others. Yeah. Help ourselves so so we can help others. That's what I think anyways. So I'd love to give the, uh, the listener a sense of it. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a very kind of simple, I'll just take you through one technique. There's five, but, uh, the, um, there's kind of four pillars of the practice, basic pillars of the practice. One is we're calling in creator energy, the, you know, whatever you call, you know, whatever source bigger than us, source, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Sure. Power bigger, bigger than us. Um, and uh, so that's, we call in source energy uh, as a request. We, um, we, uh, we, we have something that we're willing to, we're asking to help, help. We're asking source energy to help us release mm-hmm. something that no longer serves us. Mm-hmm. And that releasing something that no longer serves us, we use that word forgiveness. That's how we use the word forgive, to release what no help us release. Mm-hmm. And then um, we use gratitude and um, humility. Please and thank you. I love that. So those are the four pillars, and uh, and I'll take you through. I'll take the listeners through, like you know, just a short short yeah, one minute, just so you can get an idea of what the practice. I would is. love that. Thank you so much. So I'd like everybody who's listening, I'd like you, uh, Liz. If you're driving, pull over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone who's listening, except those who are driving. (laughs) 
just, just, just put your attention on um, your body. Maybe, uh, maybe notice, maybe you've got a, like a behavior that, you know, was in your, your family or, that, you know, was in your life. that's just like, not that again, you know, maybe that, or um, maybe you've got a physical thing. Maybe you've got a tight right knee or you've got, you know, headache or whatever. Um, just put your attention on the sensation that all of that brings your, the behavior you don't like, or the thing you're feeling and just stay present with us. Just uh, breathe normally and let these words wash over you. Infinite creator, all that you are, source of all that is, was, and ever will be. Would you please help everyone listening and all versions of them, all family members and relationships, ancestors and all their relationships of all space, time, dimension, realms, lifetimes, and incarnations for all hurts and wrongs that led up to this pattern, this issue, this condition, and all similar type experiences in their family and lineage. For all aspects of it, all that led up to it, all that arose from it. All anyone made it mean, any and all unhealthy and limiting beliefs around it, conclusions, judgments, letdown, inverse burden, and any time anyone felt the effects of this in the womb, please help them to release this burden. Would you please help them all, everyone involved, directly and indirectly, to forgive and release each other? Please help them forgive themselves, no matter what happened. Please and thank you. Please help them forgive each other, forgive themselves, forgive all people and beings, all people and beings, forgive them for the highest good. Please and thank you. Now take a breath in and let it out and see how that feels. I love that. <laughs> I was smiling the whole time. <laughs> it just felt really good for me anyways. Yeah. I'm it's sure there's so many things that I could list that I'd like to let go of. Um, I did, I think I picked, I think I was able to pick one that led to another, you know, like unhealthy relationships, self-worth. I think they tie in to, oh, yeah. for me anyways, for they're one in the same, mm -hmm. um, you know, we choose relationships based on how we feel about ourselves. So that's something that I was mm -hmm. trying to let go of. Um, but literally everything that you said, I just was smiling the whole time. It just felt <laughs> wonderful to me. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. So John offers a free call every month at healthbeyondbelief.com. He offers a free call. It's an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I offer a 50 minute sessions. They're not. Free. Yeah. Let's talk about what you're doing. Let's see what you're doing to help people. I think that, you, you know, get a, you people, people really connect to you. Yeah. On this, on this podcast, of, you can take a, a taste to, to get a taste of the, of the, of the process with John for free. If you need to do that, that's great. I offer us a uh, 50 minute, 50, not 15, 50 minute sessions. Um, uh, so we can really take a deep dive into, you know, whatever's, you know, whatever's coming up for you. And I, I do the work. I've been doing the work pretty much every day for eight and a half years. So it's wow. around the planet somewhere because it, we're virtual now. So I can reach, you know, I can reach a global audience. Which is I love cool. that, that we're virtual now. One of the things that came out of this pandemic, I think for many of us are, is that we, if we didn't before, we now, you know, uh, mm -hmm. adapted and pivoted to helping people all over now because mm -hmm. we can. 
yeah. you know, it really opened that up. And so I'm excited that I'm able to talk to people who aren't so close to me um, mm-hmm. because I know they do offer some things virtually. So how can people get in touch with you if they um, want to give this a try? Sure. Uh, you can find me at my website, which is elizabeth-kipp.com. That's K-I-P-P. You got to put the dash in there because elizabethkip.com is it's a not you. designer and a <laughs> photographer. And that's not me. She's amazing, but she's not me. And, uh, so you got to put the dash in there, elizabeth-kip.com. And, uh, and my, you know, you can book a session there. I've got lots of, you could go to the blog section. There's a ton of free information on the site. Um, I've got a lot of re- re- free resources. You can go to the resource space and see all the interviews and books that are, I've got a store with books for sale. Um, I, I teach a trauma-informed yoga class. That's on the shop page. Um, uh, is that something they can buy? How do people access that if they're not near you? Is it virtual? Yeah, so I teach an online course, uh, an online class every Thursday from um, 6 to 7.30 Central in the mm-hmm. evening. Mm-hmm. And if you if you can't make it, but you want me to make a recording, just register and let me know. And oh my I'm, gosh, that's and, awfully generous. So that's that's uh, so that's that's there. It's trauma informed yoga, so it's a little bit. I mean, it's it's um it's not like straight up you've been yasa flow. It's a it's a it's a trauma informed class. So it's, it's is it more like um, poses to release em- trapped emotions yes. in the hips and the shoulders in a, in a, and in a, gen- in a gentle way. Yeah, we do it in a gentle way. It's not it's not quite as gentle as Yin, but mm-hmm. I put a little I put a little Kundalini in there, so there's mm-hmm. a little whoop. But but, uh, <laughs> but it's but it's it's very powerful, and it's um you know it's it's I've done work with uh, Stephen Porges's um, polyvagal theory, and you know the yogis knew this. Stephen Porges broke it down in science, but the yogis kind of you know I bring that in. So it's really targeted for the vagus nerve to help people regulate. I love that. I think kids need that so much these days. Everybody needs it. <laughs> Everybody needs it. I don't know if you knew this, but I was a school teacher for 16 years. So oh, wow. yeah, yeah. So in the past couple of years, it's been. Oh know, boy. Crazy. So tough. But I'm not a so school tough. teacher anymore. So yeah. Um, so I'm teaching a, um, I'm teaching a 12 uh, it's a it's a one hour once a month. It's a twelve month course, but it's just one hour a month. Mm-hmm. Um, the way through chronic pain, based on my book, the way through chronic pain, tools to reclaim your healing power, and um, it's a donation only. Um, so oh my you, gosh, you that's fabulous! In. I'm doing it in conjunction with the Wellness Universe, which is a a, a platform for wellness practitioners, and um, so anybody can jump on that. Um, our, and is our, that something that they can do just one once, um, you one can, month, or do you suggest yep, doing a whole series? Yep. Well, I, it's every every the the class builds on itself. So I mean, each class you can you can take a piece of that and just work that. But I encourage you to take the whole series, and um, and uh, and you can just again, it's an online offering, so you can. Oh, you can so do, it's not like they have to be available at the X time. Oh, no, so they can access it whenever. All registrants get a, get a recording. Get access to the recording, and you can find that on my events page on my website. So great! We have so many options. Me. Yeah, <laughs> you can just email me and ask me. So, um, so anyway, and I do addiction recovery coaching, of course. Um, ancestral clearing is something I—it's kind of the bread and butter of my business. But I do, 
I do addiction coaching, which I, I love. Um, yeah. My area really in, in the addiction recovery space is people that um, have chronic pain and want to stay clean. Yeah. They want to be doing pharmaceuticals. And also, um, uh, I because I was on benzodiazepines and they're so difficult to get off of, and I've gone that, I've taken that journey. I'm a really good coach in that space to help like the rest of the medical team that's helping a patient get off of benzos. I'm a really good coach in that space as a support coach. Yeah, that's great. And you know what, everyone who's listening, um, I will put all of her information in our podcast notes. So if you're feverishly writing things down, just put the pen down. Um, it'll be right in the notes. Don't you worry. Um, that is fabulous. So many great offerings, so many opportunities to be able to get help. I love that. Thank you so much. So the thing is, is that, um, the greatest healer lives inside of you. You yeah. know, when I, when I, when I look at the, when I'm in a healing crisis, quote unquote, um, I give 20% of the responsibility for my healing goes to the entire medical community, all the whole health, including like Reiki people and doctors and nurses and whoever, mm -hmm. all of it, 20% to all of them. The other 80% is between me and source. Yep power yep and so i just think it's really important that we understand where our orientation is the greatest healer lives in here doctors can set a bone and stitch up a wound but they can't tell the body how to heal that's right how to do our job is to is to take take the information that the healthcare people give us the the quote-unquote orders take that information what resonates with us take it home work the work that provide the optimal conditions for healing and then get yeah. out of the <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. Heal. So I was going to say, and have be open-minded enough to, to yes. leave that, you know, that mind and body connection, how so important it is for our body to be able to heal, you know, to quiet the mind and to allow some rest yes. and to allow, just to be open-minded to try other options as well as that Western medicine. Um Wow. I just, I, I absolutely love talking to you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank Is there you. anything you're welcome? Go ahead. Yeah. I'll just end with this. Remember we said you can't separate mind, body, and spirit. So when you work with, when, when one is affected, they're all affected. So that's why these practices work. Mm -hmm. When you work on the spirit, the mind and the body get help. When mm -hmm. you work on the body, the mind and the spirit get help. When you mm -hmm. work on mind the body and the spirit they all get help so this is i'm hoping this makes sense to people i hope so too i talk about a lot of this stuff um not as in depth as you and not so specific in that area as you but yes it's so important that all three we're, we're aware of all three and we work on all three it's so important and i and i encourage self-care practices daily that address all three if we have the time for it <laughs> You know, but you can, you can double dip, you can walk and listen to a great self-help book at the same time. And then you can go home and meditate. There you go. All done. You know, like you, there's so many things that you can do, but should do to address all three um, of those areas. And you explained it all perfectly. It's so wonderful. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to share before I ask you um, the three questions that I ask every guest? I, I think I'm good. I think I think I got it all out. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, all right. When you are at your most peaceful, Elizabeth, what is it that you're doing? 
Oh, I'm being still. I'm Intentionally, still. right? Intentionally still? <laughs> like on purpose? Well, yes, but it's the most natural thing that I do. <laughs> I don't really have to have an intention other than to <laughs> clear everything that's blocking that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Okay. Now, if there was one book and you may have already recommended it, but if there was one book that you would suggest for either um, the listener or your clients or both, what would it be? Wow. I'd suggest my book and Peter's, you know. Conquer so Conquer. tell everyone the name of your book one more time. Yeah. My book is um, The Way Through Chronic Pain, Tools to Reclaim Your Healing Power. And then Peter's, because they're really a match set. Mine's kind of the user's manual to his, like, you know, more researchery kind of thing. Conquer chronic pain, um, an innovative mind-body approach. Thank you. It's a nice set. Thank you. Okay, and our last question. <clears throat> I know you're going to be sad when we leave our podcast recording, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If money wasn't an object, what would you be doing? Exactly what I'm doing now. I love it usually that's what people respond with and if I'm they so don't grateful. it's fine but I love it I think that's great it just means you're doing exactly what you should be right I'm so grateful to be in this space today it, I, you just have no idea well you might have an idea but it's yeah. just it's mind-boggling to me to look at myself 30 years ago and go wow look where I ended up I'm like this is amazing yeah <laughs> I don't give myself enough credit for that so this is again another great way to for me to be reminded that things that we are doing are helping other people and, and um, it's all good. I just have a hard time doing that. I have a hard time with that. Well, uh, you know, it's, we're co-created. This is, this is the co-creation, right? This is yeah. like, you know, we're held and, you know, there's lots of divine downloads that are coming in that are directing me in a certain way. Right? Yes. And try and listen to those. That's right. That's right. Um but anyways, you're doing amazing work and I appreciate you so very much. I appreciate your time. I appreciate everything that you had taught us today and informed us of today. And I know that you're probably inspiring many listeners. Um, so I do really appreciate you and thank you so very much. Well, thank you. I appreciate your platform. I'm going to have fun sharing you with my listeners. My oh, good. <laughs> Great. Okay. Thank you. Uh, everybody else, I'll be back in just one more moment. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And here I am. I am back. Just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.